You're listening to A Little Thing Called Marketing, brought to you by Studio 93. Each week, Sinead, that's me, surprises Darren with a topic and we run with it. As the title suggests, the topics will be marketing based, but the rest is unknown to Darren. So let's get into it. This is our episode one of this and Sinead's intro has just told you the premise uh, one thing I don't like about podcasts is sometimes there's a lot of rambling talk at the beginning before they actually get down to business. So I, I uh, think we'll endeavor not to be that type of podcast. Let's start this. Sinead, I, I'm excited and slightly nervous because I don't have a clue what we're going to talk about. So over to you and tell us what the topic is going to be first. I'm not going to tell you what the topic is okay. first. Right. I think I'm going to give you a little bit of a quiz. Okay. On the topic first. Right. Question number one. What year was Facebook founded? I'll uh, give you two years either side. Okay. All or right. maybe a year. Maybe that's two. Right. Too well, much. I think I would became aware of Facebook in about 2009. So I'm going to say it's around there. 2004. Oh my god, wow. 2004. So founded there. Okay, so I'd be interested. So that's probably the original college Facebook. Ah, yes, of course, of course. Made famous by the that movie. What was that movie? The Social Network. Social Network. Brilliant movie. Need to yes. watch it again. Okay, I failed there. <laughs> I mean, I said I'd give you two either side, not five. Okay, so uh, question number two. Do you know what the first ever Instagram photo was? Hmm. I should know this, but I don't. So we can move on. Do you know you tell us what it was? <laughs> it was a dog. It was a dog. It's a okay. picture of a dog that launched Instagram to what it is today, a big phenomenon. So, okay. Uh, an easy one then. Name five social media platforms. Okay. Very easy. So Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and TikTok. Oh, one more. five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter, of course. Great. Okay. Perfect. So, okay. Now this is a bit of a hard one. Uh, Percentage of the world that is on social media. I'll give it to you if you're close. How close do I have to get? Like within 10%. The percentage of the world that are on social media. So have any one social media account. Mm-hmm. 80%. So it's 50, uh, 58.4%. I don't... I. Maybe I don't know as much as I think I know but about social media. It's I'm not even that. It's just uh, there's huge areas of the world. Like a lot of the African countries don't actually have social media. So right. if you think about how much space they take up in, in the world. Sure. You know. Um, okay. That was that was just a little bit of fun. So can you guess the topic? Uh, I guess it's social media, but I'm not happy about my uh, performance there. <laughs> anyway, hopefully I can rectify that as we go. So it's what? It's a general talk about social media? General. Okay. Just to kick it off nice and easy. Week one, episode one. So we're going to call it social media savvy. Okay. And we are, in fact, social media savvy, <laughs> even though Darren, you were a letter in there. completely there. <laughs> okay. So I suppose first off, I'll, I'll start by asking um, maybe an obvious one. Uh, is it important to have social media? Is it important to have a strategy these days regarding social media and marketing? Uh, social media is just so ingrained in all of us right now and I always use this example so I'll apologize if people have heard it before and it's again in marketing it's this idea of be where the eyeballs are and if we think about traditional marketing and display advertising okay so your massive billboards on the side of the roads Mm -hmm. and even uh, I remember being I remember being very conscious of this I remember being in uh, Houston station in Dublin 
more than 10 years ago, or maybe a little bit more than 10 years ago. And I remember I was waiting for a bus and you know, those kind of billboards have inside of the train station where the sign kind of changes yes. every couple of minutes. It's yeah. like a grid and it changes around. Mm. And um, because I have a background in, in graphic design, I tend to just, I tend to glance at that kind of stuff because I'm looking at you the ads and I'm in yeah. marketing. So I'm looking at the ads and all that kind of stuff. And the posters were changing and uh, I was just looking, I was going, you know, I bet, I bet some company has spent a lot of money on those posters. Mm. And again, I don't count myself as a normal person looking at that. I'm looking at it in terms of, you know, marketing and, and design. But I looked, I did consciously look around at the other people who were in the train station. So people in the queue ahead of me, behind me and sitting around, specifically the people that were sitting around on seats. And no one in that train station was paying any attention to that sign. Wow. Like no one. And, and while I was there for waiting, it was, wasn't just a quick glance. I, I was waiting for 15 or 20 minutes and I consciously said, I, I kind of tracked this. I see, does anyone yeah. look up at this thing? And absolutely no one did. But where were they looking? Phones. And they all had phones. Yeah. Out, right. So they all had phones out. And again, this is, this is 10 years going back. They all had phones out. And like, again, I was like, those people, I, I can't mention that. I can actually still see the sign that I saw, one of them particular, and it That's was crazy. for a national uh, fast food joint who I won't name. Mm. But I looked at it and I went, I know how much they would have spent on creative. So photography, design, then to get the thing produced and printed, then to actually pay the company to get it up there. Huge money. Mm-hmm. And no one was looking at it. They were looking at their phones. So... That's why I think it's important for for people to have a strategy on social media, because, again, we need to be where the eyeballs are. And right now the eyeballs are on phones. They're facing down. They really are. Into their own lap. Um, Okay, so I suppose spinning off that one then, do you think businesses are taking social media seriously? Um, Some are. Some are. Some are not. And some think they are, but really they're probably not mm. um so a lot of the clients when the clients when clients come to us um when they're just you know checking out what's possible here with social media and you know is it a good investment for them um it's not really until their eyes are fully open to what is possible so again you know and i don't expect business owners to know this they're busy running their business and they're busy being experts of in course. their own field but when they see what's possible in terms of, you know, targeting and tracking and metrics and again, the, the ROI, the return on investment for what they're going to spend on social media, their eyes are very much open and their minds become much more open to the possibilities of what's actually possible through effective social media marketing. Yeah. And I think it's at that time when the penny really drops then they really start taking it seriously. Yeah. So they again, they, it's just through education that they realize, you know, what's possible here. Yeah. And often it's about, well, I'm spending this amount of money over here on newspaper ads or putting posters up or brochures or flyers. Because a lot of companies still still do use traditional methods, don't they? They, they do. Now, I do believe, that, you know, those, those medias are waning because, mm. largely because, businesses are going hang on i can take 50 percent of what i'm spending on yeah. whatever newspapers i can take 50 percent of that and if i take that 50 percent and i put it into social media and it's done right I, I, I have to emphasize that 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 funding or that budget needs to be controlled and spent right by people who know what they're doing yeah it doesn't just work by no, itself it doesn't just work by itself yeah but literally they can take 50 percent of that budget 
put it into the social media, see a massive return on investment mm. and take that other 50% and do something else with it. That's what I always say to, yeah. to clients. Um, now, what typically will happen is they'll take that budget. I'll say, let us let us put 50% of that budget somewhere where we know it's going to work for you. Mm-hmm. And let's analyze the results. And I say, keep that other 50%, do whatever you like, go out for dinner at the weekend, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Typically, we'll take that 50%, we'll do something with it. We'll analyze the results and they'll come back and say, okay, well, that is definitely working. So now let's increase that. Yes. Okay. But for people like, dipping their toe in this, I say, just just spend a little and analyze the results. Because well, that's the- a good point is analyzing results. Yes. Because again, going back to traditional, it's something you can't do. Like if I put a massive ad in a newspaper, how do I know that 15 customers have you know, came to me or even picked up the phone to give me a call. Like, how do I know that that's where they're coming from? Unless they physically say to me on the phone, I saw your ad in, you know, whatever newspaper. So I'm not saying newspapers or traditional media don't work, but Mm. my line is always it's, it's overpriced, you know? Um, And I still have clients who still use newspapers and I'm not saying don't use them. Um, But I always say to clients, if you're going to spend on newspapers and if you're going to spend a bit on social media, if you're going to spend on however you spend, when calls and inquiries are coming into your office or wherever you work, whoever is front of house there needs to be asking at the end of the conversation, by the way. How did you hear about yes. us? And it's, you know, it's not something you say straight away, but it, it's a natural thing to say at the end of, yeah. of the call or the email if it's, a, you know, the first time they've reached out to you. So that's really the only way. And they might say, oh, I saw your, your ad in the newspaper. Now, realistically, you know, it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the only way of tracking it. Yeah. Um, really. Is, is asking. Okay. And it's interesting because I suppose on social media, we can target certain niches, certain age groups, criteria that we, you know, want to focus on. You can't do that with traditional. I'm not trying to bash traditional. All I'm trying to say is like, I know me and Darren, actually, we had this conversation before. I had like a pair of chunky Converse on and he was like, well, if my mother's reading the newspaper, she's not buying them, you know? So I suppose it's, it, social media gets, gets you out in front of who you want to be in front of. Clients often think I'm going to say, okay, we need to get you out on every social media platform. We need you on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, Pinterest, we, everything, let's go. And it's completely the opposite. Yeah. We always take time to, to learn about their business, who their customers are, and then we're able to advise on, this is where you need to put your emphasis in terms of social media, because it's not about being everywhere. It's, you only actually need to be where your customers are. That's that's the yeah. long and short of it. So and back to your point about the newspaper um, or traditional media in general not being targeted. If you basically put an ad in the newspaper, it goes out in the newspaper and you, you cross your fingers and you hope that your ideal customer, whatever that looks like, uh-huh. happens to see your ad. And it also happens to take an action like picking up the phone or send an email. Yeah. It's completely not the case with social media. You can literally tell the social media sites. Um, I'll give you an example. We have a client who is a, a, a bridal shop, right? Okay. So they can, through social media, put out ads that says, right, show this ad to just show them to females for a start, mm-hmm. right? Uh, show them to females potentially in a certain age bracket. Now, all I'm saying there is it's probably a waste of money for the ad potentially to be shown to a 13-year-old. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not being ageist, but realistically, 
13 to, I don't know, maybe 20, 21, probably yeah. not getting married. Yes. So again, put that age in there. Um, and then there's other things like, you know, even down to someone who has become recently engaged. You mm. can tell the social media to show this ad to those people. Yeah. So you take the example then of putting that same ad in a newspaper. I mean, how can you tell it's, it's been seen by the right people? You just can't. What's your thoughts on TikTok? I know video is kind of the most consumed um, media format, I suppose, these days on social media. What, what What's your thoughts on the platform? Um, we have a couple of promises for this podcast. Uh, one is that I will never know what the topic is yeah. um, and I won't ever know what the questions are. But another promise that I make is that there's going to be nothing but honest answers mm-hmm. on this podcast. So you're asking me, where am I on TikTok? I am only learning about TikTok now, but I am actively learning on it. And to be honest, I think you probably know better and more about TikTok than I do at the moment. Mm. So I'm going to ask you, what do you think about TikTok? I definitely feel like there's potential there to grow yourself, your brand, whatever it is. Um, You're getting pushed in front of your audience, like authentically, consistently posting, putting content out that people want to see. I think that's important on every single platform out there. But TikTok, the organic growth and the organic reach seems to be, you know, better than any platform at the minute. And that's why I think, you know, clients that it suits should be utilizing it. And, um, I, you know, I love TikTok. You know, I, I talk about it a lot. And even for us here at Studio 93, I've kind of started um, the last couple of weeks to to build um, ideas and, and stuff for TikTok and our platform. And I think one video got us 70 followers, you know, just from people wanting to know what you're talking about. What is your niche? What can you offer us of value? And and once you can offer that and provide that to your to your viewers, you know, they'll follow you and they'll they'll grow your brand with you. So yeah, I suppose to answer your question, I love TikTok and I think um now is the time to be utilizing it um as a company, as a small business, as a big business, you know, whatever your niche is, I, I definitely think you can grow it on TikTok. I just wanted to touch on, you know, I said uh, video was most consumed. I know you're quite passionate about video and, and obviously you do a lot of it yourself. Um, why do you think it's people are, are interested in video so much or, you know, rather than text or even an image? Well, look, I mean, the answer is we're lazy. Okay. People are lazy. Um, We've no attention span anymore, do we? Well, I don't know if I agree with that either, because we, we, we will sit and watch a movie for two hours, True. you know, um, I look at my phone, I can't sit movie. through a movie anymore. Uh, okay. That's I'm always looking at like, right. okay, what's, what else is going on? I don't even know what I'm doing. It. I just pick it up off mm. the side of the couch and I'm now scrolling on Instagram. Okay. That's a problem. Mm. <laughs> Potentially good for people who are selling though, because I'm bored. Well, <laughs> this is slightly off your question, but they do say um, that, you know, you can see it come down the line where we're going to have a situation where uh, you're watching something on TV and they actively want you to interact on your phone. So, yes. do you know what? It's just starting back. I'm a big fan of Love Island and they are, they're pioneering this thing starting. Um, I never would have said that about well, you. Well, not people, not never. many people would. There is Don't a judge sp- a book by its cover. Spoiler alert. I am a, I am a Love Island <laughs> fan, but I love the way they have pioneered this. So I think it's this season, maybe they did last season as well, mm. where you're watching the show and they, they always have like lots of, you know, chats going on on Twitter back and forth. Yes. But I think they're, they're trying to implement some kind of a, uh, uh, where uh, e-commerce element where let's say one of the 
lovely models or whatever have, mm. has a specific swimsuit on and you can yes. in a couple of clicks you know you're watching it go i really like that swimsuit and you can go on and you can have bought that swimsuit yeah. so i think we're moving to a situation where this idea of kind of a blended media or they call it a, a, a two screen or something like that where yeah. you're like watching something but you're interacting on another screen mm. is coming down the yeah. line I think video as well, it's just, it's just much more engaging. Um, so again, with video, I'm thinking of some of the videos we would do with clients, the idea of you being able to talk to that person on the other side of the screen. So they're literally seeing and hearing you yeah. talking and just in terms of as a communication channel, I think it's the closest we can get to not being literally in front of the person physically. Yeah. I think the closest next step is a video mm. and that's probably another reason why so but it's, it makes it's, it's, it more it's, real it it's, it's makes it more real it's, mm. the, it's the immediacy as well it's so easy to consume and look uh, uh, we've talked about tiktok already tiktok is you know a, a video first platform and actually when we're talking about video first platforms i don't know if you saw this in the media in the last couple of weeks or months actually mm. where instagram have come out and said we are no longer a, an image sharing yes. app we are a video first yeah. application so what else did I want to ask you? I wanted to ask you about um, paid and organic. I just kind of wanted to touch on it. So are ads worth paying for and do we need to pay for every single post? That's a great question. And um, again, the premise here is I do not know what these questions are and I don't yeah. know what the, what the topic is. Um, this one makes me squirm a little bit because I get asked um, a version of this question by clients and I don't have a clear cut answer for mm. it. The question is, again, when we talk about, and I'm not going to go too much into this on this podcast, maybe we can do another episode, the idea of, you know, organic versus paid. So organic is me putting a post up on any social media site. I'm not putting any money behind it. And then paid is paid. So I'm yeah. putting a post up and it's getting pushed out because I'm paying for it to be pushed out. And when I explain this to, to clients and, you know, I know a lot of them understand that already. Mm. Um, the question often comes up as well, is there any point then at all in putting out a post that's not paid for? Mm. And... I, str I would love to hear what you think about this. I have struggled. I mean, I have said you definitely don't need to put budget behind everything. Yes. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess you still have a presence. But let's be honest, you're not. Those those posts aren't really being seen most yeah. of the time. I think for me, organic posts maybe make the brand more relatable. So like that they're not constantly, you know, pushing a call to action, pushing a sale, pushing a go on to our website, look at this, look at this, look at this. I feel like, you know, if it's just maybe something that makes sense to the brand, um, you know, so say, for example, it could be um, like a clothing website and, you know, they might put up a, a funny quote or something like, you know, oh, the postman hates me or, you know, hide, hide the packages. But, you know, it doesn't really relate, you know, it relates to the brand, but they're not selling anything to me in that post but I'll react with it because I'm like yeah that's that's hilarious like that's me every payday do you know so I feel like those posts don't need to have money behind them they don't need to be paid it's kind of just more for interactions I know you might not get the interactions but it's kind of bringing a lifelike more realistic element to the brand like there's somebody behind it it's not just constantly trying to sell you something they're kind of trying to, you know, I suppose, vibe with you or get on your level and kind of see who their audience is. Does that make sense? That's, yeah, that's no, kind totally of totally makes sense. Like I said, I'm, I'm in two minds of it and I just, I don't have just a clean, crisp, clear answer for that question. Mm. 
because again, I'm, I'm always trying to figure this stuff out myself and I can see the, the pros and the cons to both sides and I just can't land cleanly on one side. Yeah. I suppose maybe like we will do an episode probably solely based on that because there, there's a lot we can, we can touch on. Um, it's interesting. So I suppose, um, going on from that, then Facebook would probably be, you know, a big focus on ads at the minute and where a lot of eyes are. Do you think Facebook ads are important? Um, I know the reach is quite hard for organic at the minute on Facebook with billions of pieces of content being shown. Um, is Facebook probably the main place to be for, for most people or where you find clients kind of are a lot of the time? I, I look at Facebook now as an advertising platform. Let me preface that. Mm. For the likes of my mother, okay, yes. who now loves Facebook. I thought I'd never see the day. She's never <laughs> off it. So for her, it's, it is a place to keep, you know, keep up with her friends, family, see what's going on around the place and, you know, put pictures up and look at pictures of her, her grandkids or whatever. Um, so, but that's one side of Facebook, but yeah. we're talking about in terms of business. Mm. Okay. And as a business owner and someone who works with businesses from the business perspective, I think it just should be seen as an advertising platform um, as opposed to say um, uh, maybe Instagram or TikTok, as we talked about there, which I think is can be a very powerful way of of connecting with customers without paying. Obviously, if you pay, it's going to boost it a lot Uh more. But I think with Facebook, you need to treat it as an advertising platform. And as an advertising platform, I think it's the the top one. It's the number one place where you can put your advertising euros to get the biggest bang for your book okay. and the, 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 your return on investment. So I think it's, it's, I've said it before, I've said it to you. I think it's a pay to play yeah. situation, but I think it's very powerful in terms of and being an advertising platform that we can control, that we can see the return on investment. Again, businesses have, it's nothing new that businesses have had to pay to advertise. That is normal. Yeah, That's always, always been, been the case. Yeah. But wouldn't you rather put your advertising spend into an area where you have a very high chance of recouping that spend and ultimately actually driving new business or again, aligning with whatever your business goals are and that if you spend X amount, you're making X plus back yeah. and you can see and track that. So Facebook, absolutely I just see it as an advertising tool and at that, a very powerful advertising tool. It is the, well, the power is the targeting. Mm. Facebook has so much information about all of us. Yeah, like, it's crazy. No one knows more about, no one knows more about me or you than Facebook yeah. does. I guarantee you Facebook knows more about you than your partner. <laughs> Definitely. He's useless anyway. Though. No, but they do. It's, but it's, uh, some people find that very scary and they go, oh, it's terrible, blah, blah, blah. I know. But, but I'm, I'm coming at this with my business hat and I'm going yeah. as, a, as, as a business person and as a marketer, that's gold dust because mm. now we can, we, because Facebook knows so much about us. If we tell Facebook, this is the type of person I want you to show this ad to. Facebook knows who that person yeah. is and that's who it shows the ad to. Mm. So again, it, I know it's a bit spooky and people blah, blah, blah. And from a normal perspective, I'd agree with that, but putting my marketer's hat on, yeah. it's just the power that is. Because I suppose it, it's funny, like it used to be age, sex, location, you know, whatever. Now it's like habits. 
traits what you're talking about online you know like like you said like they know everything they don't literally down to what you're saying who you're talking to who you're talking about online you know a very powerful example of this that I, I've seen over the last couple of years was okay so I'm I'm I, in my spare time I enjoy doing a certain amount of running you now um, I've run you know fives and 10ks and I've done a couple of half marathons mm. and I've been running for you know I don't know about six years so I would have started running a couple of years and when I started running, when I started doing a few races and that kind of stuff, suddenly in my feed, or maybe less suddenly, maybe kind of more over time, I'm seeing ads for runners and right. I'm seeing ads for races and anything running related. I'm seeing this stuff. But mm. what was really interesting then, when I had my my son Dylan for a year and a half, two years, for obvious reasons, I didn't really, the running yeah. kind of fell off. And in line with that, all of the ads about running and runners no and all that stuff also fell off. Yeah. And then in recent years, probably in the last two, two or three years, like back to running and guess what's now back in my feed. So like that, we, uh, maybe the listeners can em- em- empathize with this. It seems like whatever you're into at a given time, mm. you're going to see ads for. We're, we're all showing ads all day, every day. And I don't just mean on our phones and social media. When we walk out of the office here and go to get a coffee, there, you're going to see ads. Mm. You know, it's all over, all over the place. So, I mean, we're going to be seeing ads. My think on it is, or my, my way of thinking about it is, if I'm going to see ads, I would maybe prefer then that they are ads for things that maybe I'm interested in. Yeah. I think I've kind of asked everything um, I've wanted to ask on that because, again, I... <laughs> I think I gave you an easy one for week one. I gave you quite, you know, well, I gave us quite a broad um, topic uh, just so we could kind of introduce ourselves and what our podcast is kind of about. So definitely we could go into more, you know, niggly bits in social media down the line. But I, I actually really enjoyed that. And, and obviously I can't give too much away about next week's episode because you know that's our niche um i think you will be happy with the with the topic though um darren considering well considering i know what you know so i think you'll be happy with me okay great and um i'm looking forward to it and and well done on this this first podcast i especially love the fact that i don't have to do any preparation for this podcast at all it's all my work guys it's all all you it's all you okay guys with that thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed the podcast um what did i say we're new to this podcasting like and subscribe i don't know maybe just share this with anyone you think might be interested in and with that i will say Goodbye. Goodbye. Same time, same place next week. (laughs) Thanks, guys. You've been listening to A Little Thing Called Marketing, brought to you by Studio 93. Check us out on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram for more. And if you have any suggestions for topics, do send us a message on Instagram. We'll be back same time, same place next week. And don't forget, you can visit our website, www.studio93.ie for on-demand webinars, blog posts or to book a consultation. 